0: Second day of August, the year 2020, and on this day in its entirety, God's grace, God's mercy extended, and God's peace. May those three things from the triune God be yours and mine. His grace needed badly, his mercy, and his peace. The sermon is entitled, Living by the Day, and the text I would use is Psalm 118, where David writes these words, beginning at verse 21. I will give you thanks, O God, for you have answered my prayers, and you have become my salvation and the salvation of Israel. Listen carefully. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. Jesus used this phrase referring to himself in the New Testament. The stone the builders rejected, scribes and the Pharisees, the Jews who did not believe in him. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. He's speaking about himself using this verse from David's psalm. But when David writes this verse, he means this. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. I, the king of Israel, I, this tiny, tiny little nation of Israel, that other nations around us would look upon and think they're not worthy of my spit. This tiny nation of Israel where those around us would look and say, they're like a speck of sand, and we're huge mountains. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this miracle. It is marvelous in our eyes. And then he says these words, some of the most familiar in Scripture. This is the day the Lord has made, I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. The Lord has saved us, and the Lord has granted us success. On this particular morning, for the reasons I have just stated, David is as elated as a child on a Christmas morn. Because David is about to receive a gift, that he will never receive in the entirety of his life. A gift he has never received before, and a gift he'll never receive after. Because on this morning, the gift that he's talking about is wrapped up and given to him by an individual, not mom and dad, not Santa Claus on a Christmas morn. This gift, unique in its status, is given to him by God. And he sees God's fingerprints all over this gift. And the gift is the day that God has bestowed upon him. He literally laughs out loud in his joy and gladness. This is the day that God has made. He didn't always wake up that way. He didn't always wake up that way. He would wake up of a morning, Psalm 119, and say, I'm laid low in the dust. Preserve my life. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the day. He wakes up of a morning and he says, "Uh, The enemies have surrounded me. Why have you allowed this to happen? He wakes up of a morning and he says, My bones are crossed. He doesn't always wake up and say, This is a day that God has made. But I'll say this about David. David. I'll say this about David. There was never a psalm he ever wrote. No matter how gloomy and dark that psalm was, there was never a psalm he ever wrote in which he did not end up somewhere in the middle of the day or somewhere at the end of the day, the end of the psalm. He gave thanks and praise to God. He said, I know you will deliver me. Never a day. There was a very special funeral yesterday. All of them are. It was Vicki Butterfield's. And for four and a half years, Vicki Butterfield woke up every morning and she would say, I have a very dangerous cancer within me. I have a cancer that unless God works some extraordinary miracle, it will end up taking my life. Maybe in three months, maybe in six, maybe in a year. I don't expect more than a year, not with this cancer. But for four and a half years, she would wake up in the morning and there was one thing that tried to overwhelm her on that day. And her husband and her family and her grandchildren, and her siblings, and her friends. And the one thing was the word cancer. How many times did Vicki wake up and Mike wake up, and they were prone to say, this is the day that my cancer is made. But they reminded me so much of Psalm 118. Because they would wake up in the morning, and when cancer reared its head in their hearts and minds, they would shut it down immediately. The spirit, uh, the comforter, he had set it, shut it down immediately. And out of their lips would come the words that David spoke. This is a day that God has made. This is not a day a cancer has made. This is a day that God has made. I've not seen very often in 42 years in the ministry what I saw for four and a half years. Mike Butterfield sending out updates. And they were not brief updates. And they were not necessarily health updates. They were updates as to the goodness of God, to the peace of God, to the strength of God that he was giving them. I would watch the Butterfields, Mike and Vicki, and I would see them for four and a half years use that which Satan meant for their destruction. And by the time God and his Holy Spirit were through with it, we had one sermonette after another from Mike and Vicki pertaining to their illness. They would say, this is the day that God has invaded. This is an illness that God has in his hands. And this illness will be used for his glory. If someone ever questioned Mike and Vicki Butterfield's faith, you do not question someone's faith when they're in the foxholes, when everything has gone against them. And they still stand for the one who died on the cross and was raised again. This is the day that God has made. His name is Martin Adolphus Turner. I love that name, right? It's got a ring to it. Martin Adolphus Turner. He was a famous artist. Hundred years ago. His specialty were sunrises and sunsets. And that which he painted was extraordinarily spectacular. Martin Adolphus Turner was a strong Christian. He was on the beach one morning, and everyone knew this famous artist was going to be there, so Quite a big crowd had gathered. The sun was coming up, and he began to paint. There on the canvas, with his brush and his colors, he would paint this sunrise. There was a lady in the crowd. She stepped forward a little bit, and she said to him, a little bit sarcastically, she said to him, Mr. Turner, I am looking at the same sunrise that you are looking at. I do not see the sunrise that you are painting on that canvas. And he turned and he spoke to her and he said, Don't you wish you could? Don't you wish your eyes could see what my eyes see that prompt me to paint in this manner? And don't you wish that your heart could feel what my heart feels as I paint this sunrise on the canvas? And he didn't stop there. He actually said to her, You can see what I see, and your heart can feel what my heart feels. Because every single day is a gift untouched by human hands, Given to you by our Lord. Every day may be a day of high adventure with our Lord. He can make the difference in how your eyes view and your heart views this day. And you can have this day what I have the joy and the excitement and the splendor that this day can bring. And then he said, before he turned around to paint some more, he said, this is a day that God has made. And according to the story, there were many in the crowd that finished the statement for him. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. This philosophy, living one day at a time, uh, whose philosophy is it? Now, Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, did they write this somewhere? Was it some English poet? They had so many extraordinary ones. Was it Robbie Burns? Was it William Wordsworth? Was it some poet out of England? Was it one of those philosophers out of Germany? Kant or Schopenhauer or Schilling? Was it one of them who wrote this? No. Who? God. Where? Matthew 6:34. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Live today. Live today. Not some German philosopher, not some English poet, not some statesman out of America, Britain. God. Live today. Moses wrote Deuteronomy 33, as your days are, so will your strength be. Mike and Vicki Butterfield, as your days are, as these four and a half years are ringed with cancer, as your days are, so will your strength be. For five months, aren't you weary of it? For five months, COVID virus, aren't you weary of it? The chaos that erupts as your days are, so will your strength be. Relationship difficulties, financial difficulties, job difficulties, health difficulties, as your days are, so will your strength be. I'll give you enough strength on August 2nd, my brother's birthday. Thank you. I gotta remember to text him, okay? Help me remember. On August 2nd, as your day is today, so will your strength be. I'll give you enough strength to fight whatever battle, to endure whatever situation is going on, you and me together, the Butterfields and God together. And yesterday at the funeral, we shall proclaim the goodness of God. As your days are this day so will your strength be. And if God gives you joy on this day, you know where that splendor has come from. And is, if there's some child, Moses wrote it 1,500 years before Jesus was born, 3,500 years ago, as your days are, so will your strength be. There's a key to this. Jesus spoke about it in the prior verse, Matthew six thirty-three. He said, Seek ye first, what? Seek ye first the face of God. Seek ye first his kingdom. When you wake up in the morning, seek his face. Our refrigerator broke down like after 18 years, okay? A new one came yesterday. And uh, so we got to put all that stuff back up on the fridge, right? All those pictures, all those verses... This would be a good one for the fridge if you got room for it. Seek his face. When a baby wakes up in the middle of the night or a baby wakes up from the nap, <laughs> what's the first thing the baby says? It says, Mama, Mama. Wakes up in the middle of the night saying, Mama. And Mama nudges Dad and says, Can you please get up and take care of the baby? And, and he very unwisely says, baby didn't call my name, called your name. And that is why mothers strive diligently to teach their baby the word, daddy. Daddy, when you wake up in the morning, whose name do you call? Seek his face. Whose name do you call? How easy it is to call the name unemployment. How easy it is to call the name cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes. How easy it is to call forth the name overwhelming grief. Call his name. call His name. You wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning, call His name. You've been thinking about it for quite some time. How many times do you drive two or three blocks and you say, oh my goodness gracious, I wasn't paying attention to anything. Thank you God that I didn't get in an accident because you're focused on something else. Seek His face. It will work, people. It's the only thing that will work. When Turner wrote about his paintings, the philosophy behind the extraordinariness of his paintings, he said, I live one day. I don't live by the month. I don't live by the week. I live one day at a time. I will live today because today is all I have. No matter how young I am, today is all I have. No matter how old I am, today is all I have. Yesterday is a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. The only cast I have is today. And I will declare the splendor of God's creation. Paul Strand, I told you last week, Uh, This day, August 2nd, might have 24 hours. Uh, But Paul Strand, if he's not careful, will only have about a half an hour today. Because he'll be thinking about yesterday's, or he'll be worried about tomorrow's. So Paul Strand has to be careful what he does with the gift of 24 hours today. It seems the only time I'm ever able to focus on the day is when the grandchildren are around. And Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this past week, I had that extraordinary joy. Then, because of their excitement and their faces and their love, I'm focused in the moment. What about yesterdays? What about our yesterdays? Yesterdays always have a piece about them that they might not have had when you're going through them. Fair enough? Right? You take a vacation and five months later you say, Didn't we have a marvelous time? We should go there again. And you forget that the mosquitoes up there in Minnesota were as big as eagles. You forget that your camper was in the garage for three days being fixed. And because the mosquitoes were so bad, you went into the motel for three days and the air conditioning didn't work the entire time. But nonetheless, four or five months later, didn't we have a marvelous time? When can we do it again? When we're reflecting on the past, it's usually because something today is not going so well. There was a guy named Solomon, Ecclesiastes 5, He wrote this. Blessed is the individual who on this day looks at the wealth that God has given them in the form of faith, family, and friends. Blessed is the man who looks at the wealth that God has given them, accepts their situation in life, And are thankful. And then it says this. Such a person does not dwell too much on days gone by. Because God keeps him occupied with gladness of hearts. Ecclesiastes 5.19 Even in Solomon's day, they would think about... Look at the Israelites... Look at the Israelites. They're in slavery for 400 years. They're begging God to deliver them. He does. And when they're out in the wilderness, they run out of water for a couple of days. They run out of food for a couple of days. And what are they saying? They're saying, Moses, God, why did you take us out of Egypt? We had it good in Egypt. Oh, my goodness gracious. Whoever looks at the mercy and grace of God and the blessings of God this day and rejoices in their circumstance in life, whatever it might be, such a person does not dwell on their yesterdays because they're so filled with joy today, they have room for nothing else. Closing word. Where'd Mary go? When Mary's baby wakes up, you get up, Joe, okay? You just do that. When you wake up in the middle of the night, seek His face. God's grace, God's mercy, God's peace. In His powerful name, amen. Let me have a prayer with you. Martin Adolphus Turner, he uses his talent, extraordinary in nature, to speak forth the praises of God. Mike and Vicki Butterfield, the other end of the spectrum, their circumstance in life for four and a half years, most difficult, Satan trying to grab hold of a heart and a faith, but they use that circumstance to paint a canvas in which they glorify God, not with a painting, but with words. Heavenly Father, August 2nd, the year of 2020, I will never have it again, though the earth stand a thousand years. August 2nd is all I do have. And may you help me to learn better, to rejoice in this day, to take deep breaths to enjoy the sights and the sounds and the glory that this day shall bring. And the greatest glory of all, the faith that we have in the promises that God has delivered. May they be our peace in our Savior's name. Amen.